This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is episode 450. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. Up on this episode we are bringing you another one of those winter reviews e-found footage film episodes. This one we will be looking at the taking of Deborah Logan. Um, yeah, that episode uh, fully recorded a couple of nights ago will appear after the first break. Before we get to that, as always, let's catch up with where we are under the stairs. This is the final episode of the month, so this is us closing out July 2023. And boy, do I have something special for you guys out there. Kicking off as of tomorrow, for 17 consecutive days, the PCs in PCs project will kick off. What that is, quite simply put, is the movie PCs from 1982 will be dissected into five-minute installments of the movie, each with a special guest host reviewing said five minutes, and yeah, me muddling up the order of the release, so you will be getting the movie PCs in PCs. So it is a ton of fun, I've had so much um, just unabashed joy recording with podcasters all over the world on this little project and yeah you will be getting 17 consecutive days of it episodes will run no longer than about half an hour at their shortest about 18 minutes and yet one a day bite size for you to partake and so i hope you enjoy this if it performs well which i have a feeling it will i've already got the next movie planned in place to be dissected and delivered in the same fashion so yeah pieces and pieces will be pretty much the rest of this week next week and a little bit of the following week also we are hurtling towards our 10th birthday anniversary that's right 10 years of podcast under the stairs will officially be upon us as of the 31st of august 2023 i put out in the poll to hear what you guys wanted and we're doing something i kind of promised myself we wouldn't do but we're finally getting to it. i will officially be giving you my top 10 horror movies of all time that feels weird that i would be doing that this late in the day but i kind of never really wanted to do it because the list is never concrete it's always changing by integers but yeah for for this snapshot on the 10th anniversary of the podcast under the stairs you will get a very special long form episode of the show where i delve into my top 10 horror movies in order for you guys to check out this week on the Teapots Collective dropping tomorrow, your next instalment of Doing the Nasty, which will feature reviews of The Child from 1977 and Superstition aka The Witch from 1982. Myself and Mark Ball will be taking a run at that and that's your lot for Podcasts Under the Stairs and Teapots Collective this week. If there's time, and there probably won't be, 
uh, we'll put out a Chronicle episode, but I think I'll probably save that for the following week, just to give that Teapots Collective a little rub then as well. Ladies and gents, we're going to take our first break of this episode. You're going to hear promos for shows that I love. You are going to hear the trailer for The Taking of Deborah Logan. When I return, I'll be joined by my nine-year-old daughter and we'll be discussing that movie right after this. This is a test of the emergency podcasting system. Listen to the Psychosemantic Podcast. Politics, movies, and political movies. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher, legionpodcasts.com, the Psychosemantic Podcast. 73 Apple, take one, Mark. The story of Alzheimer's is never about one person. My PhD th- I'm gonna start again. You wanna keep the house? You need the sacrifice. You talk to me about sacrifice? Hey. Hey. They want to make a movie about me. <laughs> yes. We will live and document our subject's physical and mental degradation over the course of two one-month periods. We're gonna have fun, right? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm not interested in being exploited. Sarah mentioned that Deb's been sleepwalking pretty bad. So let's set up surveillance cams. sleepwalking. You should come see this. It's not good, Doc. Do you remember a man named Henri Desjardins? Went missing 30 years ago. I tried to wash you in the river, you know. How long did you become? That woman is crazy. The notion of spiritual parasites does exist. Okay. Welcome back, ladies and gents. You've just heard the trailer for The Taking of Deborah Logan. This is our fifth movie in the Winter Reviews E Found Footage film. Of course, this segment is me recording with my daughter Winter, who is nine years old, who is running the train on 10 found footage movies, giving you her thoughts, all first time watches. So as soon as we finish watching the movie, we are sitting down and recording. So this is the one I picked for you because um, the Digging Up the Marrows movie is now no longer available on Shudder. How are you doing, Winter? Are you doing well? Yes. And are you looking forward to discussing the taking of Deborah Logan? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Safe to say, before we get into this, this one had you a bit uneasy pretty much all the way through it. Well, well, like, only, like, in the middle. Well, kind of at the start. And at the start, and at the end. Yes. So pretty much all the way through it. Okay, I'll give you that. You'll give me that. 
Okay, okay. This one is written and directed by Aben Robital, uh, co-written by Jeff Heronin. It stars Jill Larson and Ramsey, Michelle Ang, Brett Gentile, Jeremy DeCarlos, Ryan Catrona, Tonya Bloodsworth, Anne Bedeen, Randall Hayes, Jeffrey Woodard, and some other folks are in here as well. Synopsis is listed on IMDb as an elderly woman battling Alzheimer's disease agrees to let a film crew document her condition. But what they discover is something far more sinister is going on. So this movie is, it's found footage, but it's its not quite found footage. This one's put together like a documentary, so kind of similar to Late Mungo. So it's a documentary, it's got professional people there filming, it's got clips of like security cameras and hospital camera footage and other documentaries playing in it and medical documentaries. So lots of different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what did you say to me? You said that you felt that this might not have been a good idea for film footage. They could have probably just made it a real movie. Yeah, that's what I said. Why did you think that? Because, well, we saw some camera glitches, but not that much camera glitches, and it seemed more like a movie instead of a documentary or a fun footage. Yeah, the the kind of found footage techniques used in this movie that you see in loads of other movies, like As Above, So Below, are actually very, very, very small. There's only one or two, and because it's shot so well, because it's like quote-unquote a documentary film crew making it you can go through whole sections without actually remembering that it isn't a movie movie it's actually shot like a documentary Uh so um so the story follows deborah uh who is suffering from alzheimer's disease she is currently living with her daughter sarah in the old family house and she lives in a small town where at one point she controlled all the phone lines for all the people in the town. And she was quite important in a single parent and Alzheimer's has started to crawl in. And we spoke about what Alzheimer's was just a little bit before we started watching the movie so you could get an understanding. Yeah. And how did Dad explain it to you? Can you remember? What, what is Alzheimer's? Uh, well, it's a condition where sometimes your brain forgets things. Like you were saying... Um, if one day you came back home, you might not know, yep. like, who I am, or I might not know who you are, and then it makes people have a fear, because, um, someone who knows them is talking to them, but they not, like, seem to know them, so. Yeah, if you, if you think about, if you were... Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Let, let's think about this way. See if you went into a room and someone who uh-huh. you were convinced you'd never spoken before to or met you before just yeah. started talking to you as if they knew you. Yeah. And were telling you things out about yourself that you haven't shared with anyone. Yep. I'd be kind of scary, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, so there is a whole subplot in this movie, though. And this is kind of the, the scary element, the horror element of the movie, is that. Deborah seems to be manifesting some weird abilities and her body seems to be taking on the characteristics of a snake and that her skin is peeling off, she's shedding her skin, her hair is starting to fall out 
and even our kind of our bone structure is becoming much more kind of skeletal in the way that a, a snake would yeah, look. Yeah, because I feel like her hands in the beginning didn't look that bony, but throughout the movie, her hands started to look like the bones were mm. like like her skin was about to like peel off because her bones were like so high. She also the the actress that plays Deborah Logan um, yeah. in this movie is really, she's a physical actress, so she, like her performance is all the way she walks, the way she turns around. At one point you said to me that like she was standing and staring directly at the camera and you were like, why is she, why is she staring like that? Because it was, it was intimidating, it was scary, but you've got to think that's not CGI effects, that's nothing else, that's just an old woman standing staring at a camera and there was something like really unsettling about that. I think she's a like... She's really scary in this movie, which is funny to think of because she's an old woman, and we don't think of old women being scary. Yeah, like my grand. Yeah, she's not scary. She's nice. But when you watch this, were there times where Deborah herself was a bit scary? Yes, 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 yes. a lot, a lot of parts. Yeah. Because I told you um, that I felt like loud noises were gonna ha- like happen. Yeah. And at one point, she jumps at the camera, and I wasn't expecting it. Yep. That's also another thing. Her skulls. The skulls. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but we're going to get to the skull rating at the end. Aww. Um. So, yeah, we find out that there's a sub-story in this movie yeah. about a local legend of a man who killed girls because he was trying to enact an old pagan ceremony to cure him of his illness. And what he did was he believed that if he killed five young girls um, and enacted a snake ritual, he would live forever. And he only got as far as four and then disappeared. And Deborah is digging up the garden and she, she starts at some point talking in a deep demonic French voice. Uh, yeah, so... I'm pretty sure one of the parts, um, for like the French audio, she says, uh, be my fifth or something. And she also talked about a river. Yeah, be my fifth and she needs to cleanse the children in the river. Yeah. So, and that plays in later on. But also, uh, I don't know if this is spoiling, but... Uh, in the movie, it all comes together why she was digging up the garden. It's because the guy, because I'm pretty sure she was eating breakfast at one point, and then she, and then she said he isn't missing. Um, he's dead because she killed, killed um him, and now she's trying to get him back. Yeah. So what we find out in the movie is that Sarah. Deborah's daughter, when yes. she was a little yeah, girl, yeah. was going to be the fifth victim of this killer. And when he tried to get her, Deborah killed him. With the spade. With the spade. And they buried the body in her garden. And because her mind is starting to, you know, degrade, it's becoming a bit frail, um, the spirit of this killer is trying to take over her so she can complete the ritual. So ultimately he can come back. So it all ties in and there are clips throughout where they make reference to certain things. Like at one point she gets very 
angry and agitated because she's convinced someone stole her speed. And we find that the speed was actually the murder weapon. So, yeah. um, the movie ends up with Deborah being locked in the hospital, and she eventually escapes from the hospital and kidnaps a little girl, presumably to be the fifth victim. And the police try to chase after, and we find out that she's oh. taken on not only that, but the characteristics of a snake that she can bite and pass venom through. Um, so they go to this, like, I don't know, it's like a cave place. Yep. And then they go into the cave, and then, um, uh, I think her name's Sarah, the daughter. Sarah's the daughter, she yeah. She finds Deborah, um, with, like, um, she finds Deborah with a wide open mouth trying to eat the girl's head. And then I was telling you how I know that because one of the parts, it's a gift, but also I know the part when she opens her mouth wide open and tries to eat the girl's head and opens her mouth because it's on YouTube. Yeah, so this is the thing that we've come across quite a lot with you is that you have a tendency to watch a lot of clips on YouTube that are just montages of all these scary scenes from films. I don't mean so, to know. Right, but as a result of that, you tend to see things and you don't know the movies they come from. Yeah. So what's really interesting is Dad remembers when he was younger, there were certain things that he knew from, like, flipping through channels at night or being told to, you know, my mum was watching a movie, so I wasn't to watch that movie and you would walk past to go and get a snack at night and there'd be something on the telly. Um, and I always remember there's a scene in a movie called Extro, which Dad owns. Oh. And Extro is this very, very, very bizarre, strange little sci-fi movie. It's a sci-fi horror movie about a Ooh, killer alien. Sci-fi, sci-fi, sci-fi. Um, and in that movie, there's a clip near the beginning of this creature walking backwards along a road. And you only get it for a split second. And I have a vivid memory of seeing that while staying at my dad's house. And going to get like a midnight snack, and he was watching that in the telly. And I've just got that memory in my head of something really, really weird, and it freaked me out because there's no context to it. So you'd already seen that scene. It's the scene that's probably the most famous scene of the movie. Like when anyone's talking about the taking of Deborah Logan, the thing they talk about is the bit where the camera pans round and Deborah Logan's mouth is extended like a snake and she's eating a kid. When I was little, well, I mean. <laughs> Younger. Uh, younger. Uh, I used to watch, there's like the, there's like this thing on YouTube and it's called like horror clips or something and it shows you like little clips of the movie. Yeah. And I used to watch it when I was a little kid. So, um, you know Goosebumps? Yes. Uh, the first one, where the wolf uh, um, gets like the meat or something or yep. like is near the apples. Um, I used to watch that a lot, and I used to know nothing about it. I used to never know the movie name, but then watching Goosebumps when I was older, I was like, I know that scene because I used to watch it like almost all the time when I was uh, like, I don't know, like maybe four, five, mm. on like uh, my iPad or something. So I just have that little memory also. Yeah, as I think the the YouTube thing's interesting because. Even when you were, I think we had you, we took you on holiday to New York when you were four. Four, four, four. And we were in Forbidden Planet and you were walking around going Five Nights at Freddy's. 
Michael Myers, you're pointing at all those things. You hadn't watched those movies with me. It was you'd seen clips on YouTube about them. Uh-huh. So I think that's the thing. In some respects, that's a kind of cool thing that you you'd seen a clip before, so that's kind of famous. The other, mm-hmm. the other thing is it's kind of a negative thing in that it's kind of spoiled the movie a little bit. That to me, had you never seen that before, that would have an impact. But because you'd seen it before, the the thing that came out your mouth is, oh, I've seen that before. That's a gif. So, uh, uh, overall, you spent a lot of time nervously watching this movie. The big question the listeners out there will want to know, though, is what was the skull rating? So, listeners, Winter does a special skull rating as well as a movie rating. The skull rating is how many times did the movie scare you? Each scare gets a skull. It goes as maximum as five. So, anything... Five or above still gets a five. How many skulls, Winter, did the taking of Deborah Logan get? Three. Three skulls. Now, we kind of cheated on this one. It got two proper ones. Yes. No, it actually didn't get two proper ones. My dad is lying. Bad. I don't know what to call them. People... It did get too proper. Uh, 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 if you're turning around and no, saying to me, I got, I, <laughs> I got one, I got one proper one, okay. But then I got like a half scare. And you were like, "There's no half," and then I got like a tiny scare. No, you <laughs> got about three or four very, very, very small scares, and then what you called a half a scare, which wasn't half a scare, it was a scare. So that became one, and then about five minutes after that. There was another one which you turned around to me and said, that kind of scared me. So that counts as a scare winner. So three skulls for this movie, which is quite high. I think that might be the second highest skull count of a movie we've done. As in, from the movies that we've watched thus far. Yeah, because I said that there was one over five, but I can't give it five. Yeah, but what I mean is, of all the movies we've watched, this is the fifth one. I think this is the second highest skull count that you've had. Which then brings me to To my last question is, um, did you enjoy this movie? I thought we were doing great. We are, that's the beginning uh, of it. Well, I enjoyed the movie. You enjoyed it. Would you recommend this movie to someone who was looking for a horror movie to watch? If someone had never watched, like, doesn't have any experience Mm -hmm. of... Watching horror movies, I would I wouldn't recommend this to to too scary person. for them. Do you think? Yeah, I think it, I think it'd probably give them a good scare at some points. Right. Especially if they haven't seen like any clips of the movie or they know nothing about it, then I wouldn't recommend this movie. But to people that have more experience and aren't really scared of things like you, then yes, I would. Interesting, interesting. Right, you know we do ratings over here one through five. One is hated it, two is didn't like it, three is liked it, four is really liked it, five is loved it, and you can give point fives. What are you going to give the taking of Deborah Lobigan? 4.5. Oh, very nice. So it's up there. It's so, just not as high as Cloverfield. Nothing is as Cloverfield high Cloverfield is my favourite. Yeah, Cloverfield's the top of the tree. I'm going to come a little bit below you. I'd give this a four. Um, I've seen this a few times now, though. And the first time I watched it, I think I was a 4.5. But on watches afterwards, it's dropped down just a little Aww. bit for me. 
That's sad. Um, right, well, Winter, we will be back in a couple of weeks' time to do your next movie. I think... I think we've been putting it off. We're going to do it as movie number 10, but I think it might be time. What do we think about the next movie being The Blue Rich Project? Do you think you're ready for it? Um, and will we will we rope mum into watching it? Mum? So does that mean mum's going to do a review with us? I think we could probably talk mum into doing a review with you while talking we, about no. the Blair Witch Project. Okay, okay. What do you think? So, okay, okay, this is my turn to speak. This is my turn. So, we're going to get mum, we're going to convince her to watch it because mum's not going to be watching her rubbish programmes, okay? Right. Mum's going to be spending time with her family, okay? okay. We're going to grab mum into watching this we're gonna sit her down next to me yep if you don't know what it looks like dad's in a chair i'm in a chair from the couch and mum's gonna sit right beside me and mum's gonna talk at some point okay she's gonna talk about how many skulls it gave her all right did she like it Mm mm-hmm what things that didn't, like, if there is no things that she didn't think that fit. Mm-hmm. Because mum doesn't want to watch the Blair Witch Project. No, dad has tried repeatedly for the ten plus years that we've been married and the five years is before she scared? that. No, she just doesn't have any interest in it. So okay. we'll get her to watch it. Then also, we're gonna, we're gonna see how, like, how she thought of it. But, but me and you are mostly going to do the talking. But she's still going to be, like, a main part. That sounds fair. So please be nice to her. Right. She's, I'm sure they will be. She's only recorded, like, once before, which is seeing, like, talking about you. Yep. And by the way, Kit Kats are wafers, not biscuits. Just so you know that. Dad, do not give me that stare. You know it's wafers. Okay, Okay, so anybody who's watching this, which a lot of people will because obviously I'm famous now, uh, <laughs> I'll give my autograph to any of you. I mean, that's what I said in the last episode. I'm going to give my autograph to um, anybody who I Yeah, we're looking at getting some stickers done first and yeah, you I'm gonna, can put your I'm signature gonna, on was, the stickers. I, I could put my signature on the little... Right, little we'll bug. see, we'll see. You're getting ahead of yourself and, here. And, uh, also... If I ever meet you, we're gonna give you my signature, obviously, and we're gonna chat a bit, you know. And also for the next episode, yep, Mum, we're gonna drown Mum, okay. Then after that, she's still gonna do all those things, okay. Will she say hi and bye, by the way? Yes, she will say hi and bye. She must. She has she, to say hi and bye. She must. Okay. Right. She must. So that'll be the next episode. Next episode, we're yes. going to do a Blair Witch Project. Uh, we'll do it with you and mum and me. Um, Winter, would you like to say goodbye to the listeners, please? Yes, I would like to say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. And I'm going to be closing out the show, coming right back right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. And you 
you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. This has been episode 450, another one of those winter reviews, a film footage movie looking at the taking of Deborah Logan. Thanks very much to my daughter Winter, who gave up her Friday night to sit in abject terror with her father, and then right after it, had a microphone thrust in her face to talk all about it. She is a, a sport and a half, and uh, yeah, she is currently working on a zombie pug design that we're thinking about doing as a, a kind of small run of stickers. So uh, keep your eyes peeled for that, so maybe some winter merch in the foreseeable future. There is a multitude of ways to check out podcasts on the stairs. Wherever you're listening right now, subscribe. That way you get the shows as and when they drop and access to the entire back catalogue of Teapots content. Don't stop there. Subscribe to our sister feed, The Teapots Collective. Over there you get shows like Where to Begin With, Opera Omnia, Doing the Nasty and Chronicle. Subscribing to both feeds is the best way to support what I do. Alternatively, jump across to our website, teapotscast.com. Links to all our shows are there. There's also a link to a show called Geoz's Shite and Other Regrettable Outbursts, a booze-based banter entertainment podcast featuring myself, the Baz and Scott and Liam from Scott and Liam vs. Evil. We last put out an episode in April. We are due an episode very soon with too many stories to fit in, so God knows how that's going to work. And we recently transitioned over to doing video podcast versions of that. So uh, go forth, acclimate yourself to the humour, and by the time you're all caught up, we should have an episode out. Jaws is shit, another regrettable episode. It's exclusively available on tpodcast.com. If you're on Facebook and you want to interact with us over there, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash teaputzcast gets you the podcast under the stairs. Teaputz Collective has a Facebook page, which is minus the group, so it's facebook.com forward slash teaputzcast. And lastly, Jaws's Shite is an animated page full of nonsense, and you can find that at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash regrettable pod. For the twin prongs of social media sexiness, we bring your attention um, away from the rebranded Twitter to X. Rather just kind of keep everything under the same meta weird universe by going to Instagram and threads at teaputzcast for both. The podcast Under the Stairs returns tomorrow with the first instalment of our PCs and PC series which will be running 17 consecutive days on the trot so I hope you all enjoy. Until then wherever you are, whatever the time zone is and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from Under the Stairs and I am signing off.